This is Hidden Hooker. You're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. I'm Alex Dunlap here, of course, with the Trash Man back on our Tuesday and Thursday schedule that hopefully we'll keep intact next week as we um, as we'll be doing it remotely, uh, heading to the NFL Combine. And of course, part of our Combine preparation every year is getting through as many of these wide receivers as we possibly can to have the evaluations done and have our thoughts sort of together about what their production profiles are, what they look like on film, et cetera, before we get to see how they test in Indianapolis when our rankings, you know, could get shaken up just a little bit sort of based on some of that stuff athletically. We got some two of the big dogs today that we're going to be going over trash, man. What the hell is going on, brother? They're not that big. <laughs> well, they, one of them's big. <laughs> one of them's yeah. big. Yeah. Not, not huge, but big. Yeah, I guess so. Is that a now is 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 that a is that a garment traditionally uh, worn by females that you have on, or is that or is that something that's going real popular in Europe right now? That are you talking about? Oh, it's just a tank top. It's just oh, stretched out because it's I've just been, kinda, um, it's just kind of pulled. It's kind of pulled down like a sports bra or something. I guess. Well, I mean, I just I was working out. It just got stretched out. <laughs> okay, uh, for uh, for those of you listening to this on the podcast. You can go and watch the YouTube feed to see what it is I'm, I'm talking about here with Tr- Trash Man's latest fashion endeavor. He's always far, far, far ahead of the curve. Um, this isn't actually an old shirt. This is just an old tank top. Well, okay. Fair enough. I guess the way I wear it. It's that uh, – but what was that where where uh, Will Ferrell had like the Derelict line, brand? <laughs> um, Zoolander? Yeah. He kind, of, kind of gives me a little bit of that vibe. Um all right, so let's let's talk about these guys. We're, we're going to talk about Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver out of TCU, and Jackson Smith and Jigma, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. Um, Trash Man did the did the meat of the write up on Quentin Johnston, where I just kind of did the the editing and the stuff that I always add into it. Whereas Trash Man did um, that one, I did Jackson Smith and Jigma, who I've been pretty enamored with ever since last year uh, whenever we were doing the ohio state guys we got nash talks texas saying seeing qj live was cool what, what would have been cool is seeing uh quentin johnston and, and beating Bijan robinson on the same texas football team right I, I i can't believe that i've forgotten that quentin johnston was was close to coming to texas for a while there well and jackson smith and jake was from Rockwall. Rockwall. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll get into that stuff. But trash me. Why don't you start Miss, with missed, missing that Mac Brown talent um talent evaluation? <laughs> I'm not sure. If, I don't know if that's it. Um. <laughs> all right. So Quentin Johnston. I'll just kind of go over some of this stuff for him. Um. Unofficially six foot four. I think he's probably closer to six foot three. There's also the. Two- oh, you know why I said they're not that big. I thought we were going to talk. I was thinking about Jordan Addison. Okay. Well, are you prepared to talk about Quentin Johnston? We'll talk yeah. about Jordan Addison on Thursday. I mean, I okay. did both. I mean, I've done both of them. So. Okay. Um, so six four, uh, two fifteen. Oh my goodness! Some of this formatting I need to fix here on the scouting report. Um, 
215 is where he's listed. Now, there have been reports that he's a little bit smaller than 215 pounds. I'm not sure he looks it, but people are acting like he might weigh in smaller than that. I think for a guy who's six foot three, six foot four, he looks like he's every bit of 215 pounds. Yeah. Uh, as far as his production profile this season, uh, 21% of the team's receptions, 27% team receiving yards, 18% of the team's receiving touchdowns for total production percentage of 22%. He was a class of 2020 four-star uh, not quite as young as Smith and Jigba, who we'll talk about later. He's going to be the he's going to be 22 in the year of uh, 2023 during his rookie season in the NFL. But like we've talked about with a few of these guys, like the Michael Wilsons and some of these others, we, you know, we start getting these guys that are above six foot two in this class or in the six foot three, six foot three, six foot four range. This is an interesting wide receiver class and a good wide receiver class, a deep one, but. You have just so many of these guys, like the Zay Flowers is and the and the you know the um J, the JSNs and the Jaden Reeds and the uh, you know Zay Flowers Jordan and all these Addison. other Jordan Addison. You have all these other guys who are you know these good players, but they're they're like you know they're six feet tall. They're they're they some of them will come in at five eleven next week at, in Indy, right? So um, Quinn Johnston to a certain degree brings that size speed element that we're not going to really see out of too many of these guys outside of maybe the Tennessee guy, Jalen Hyatt, who I'm just starting to work on now. Definitely. He's a different kind of player though. Yeah. Um, Quentin Johnston. We talk about the speed and he talks like he's going to run sub four, four. I don't always believe these guys when they have this big talk, but Quentin Johnston does work out with coach D Rob at always open. Um, you've, if you've seen any of the videos of him, he, he man, his feet are good. He looks like he it looks like he can really move. And I trust Coach D Rob because last year, uh, you know, every year I I text him from the combine when I'm putting in my prize picks stuff for my parlays for these forty times, and I just ask you about his guys, and he gives me the exact time that these guys are going to run. He thinks that sub four four is is well within the realm of possibility for Quentin Johnston. So we're talking about a guy that's going to be a size speed uh, type of player here. Um, the only other thing that I would say that I wanted to add to what you had written down here, Trashman, and I'll let you kind of take over. Um, there's a lot of pros, right? A lot of pros to discuss with this guy. I also think that even though he didn't break out until his sophomore season, if we're looking for just a 20% of total production as, as far as his receptions, his receiving yards, and his receiving touchdowns as an average, he did lead the team in receiving yards as a freshman. So even though he didn't have a true breakout, that our, our formula would, 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 would consider a breakout at that 20% mark, he did, he did kind of break onto the scene, if you want to say, as a, as a freshman, even though he, he does have that 19-year-old uh, breakout age. With that said, Trashman, you did the formal evaluation. Why don't you go over it? I mean, yeah. I mean, what is he's, you know, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, maybe, 215 pounds, could run a sub 440, really – what else do you need? I mean, if you're just talking about pure um, athleticism and, you know, kind of your prototypical X receiver build. Um, but Quentin Johnston is also he's able to maneuver his body really well um, for a big guy in space. Good his out of first, the break. His first, his first move break. after the yeah. catch. Is what's really his first impressive. move at the line of scrimmage. His first move at the line his his, his stems at the line of scrimmage. He's, that he's too. really good with that stuff. 
Ang- angry, active hands, get off, angry enough to knock the mic- microphone around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but after the catch, I mean, he's just so quick to get upfield, you know, and it yeah, seems like he knows where the defender's going and he's going the opposite direction. And, and then, you know, he makes that quick one move and then he's gone. Um, it's really impressive for a big guy like him. He's able to anticipate the defender, what he's going to do really well. Um, he takes good angles when he runs. Um, which I think is important when you have, you know, when you're, when you're a bigger guy like that, you know, should he need to adjust the direction um, on the way to the end zone? He's excellent tracking the ball through the air. You can catch pretty much anything thrown in his general yeah. direction, though he does let balls into his body a little bit too often for my liking, you know? Yeah. Um, I think his hands, I, I don't have that. I mean, I think he, uh, I, I can th- think of some plays where he does, but I don't have that concern I don't, I don't have much of a concern with quentin johnson's hands i, mean, I love the way fair. he tracks the ball i love the way he frames it like i think he's pretty natural that's pretty I, fair yep um, um and the, he, he uses his powerful frame to you know um after the catch a lot but he doesn't he's not um he doesn't really bully um defenders at the catch point or in contested catches um at least not to the extent that i would like to see out of a player out of his you know with his physicality and his athletic um, prowess, um, it seems like a physical corner might be able to throw him off his route or at least, you know, keep him from getting separation in some instances. But he doesn't really even need to separate to get open. You know, he's one of those guys you kind of throw it at him. And even if he's covered, he can, because of his range um, he, and, you know, and his um, body control, he's able to make a lot of, catches that a lot of other receivers wouldn't be able to make so i like that about him i mean he's had kind of a history of nagging injuries i don't think he's been that bad a history he missed what i mean mean, it's not not that's like knocking him out of seasons or anything but enough to you know to where it was kind of like um you know when uh, who was he played played for the bears played for eagles who am i thinking about Played for the Bears and the Eagles. Was he a was he a wide receiver? Wide receiver? Jeez, I'd... he always had the nagging injuries. He wasn't necessarily out of games, but you know it'd be on a weekly basis where we're thinking. Jer- he... Jeremy, Ma- no, not Macklin. No, Alshon, Alshon, Al- Alshon Jeffrey, right? Um, I think it was more kind of like that, where it wasn't keeping him out of games, you know, necessarily, but it's just something that you kind of had to be aware of um, okay. on a weekly basis. Um, so, that, I mean, it's just something to consider. Okay, I don't know but, that but let's just talk about what it is. So in 2022, it was an ankle, and it looks like in 2021, he did miss three games with an un, some kind of undisclosed injury. So like yeah. you said, kind of nagging, nagging stuff. I mean, that's one of the cons, right? I think maybe another one of the cons is he wasn't, you know, totally dominant from a statistical standpoint on his team. He did have Darius Davis there to deal with, but – yeah, I mean, if you look at his market share percentages versus some of these other guys, it's it's I mean, it's good, it's good, but it's not it isn't the best. A lot of that has to do with the fact that yes, he did, you know, he did miss games or he did kind of come out at half or stuff like that. Like 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 you said, that Alshon Jeffrey sort of Julio Jones stuff. He reminds me a little bit he's not Julio, but he, I mean, he, he kind of just stylistically, he kind of reminds me a little bit of of him. I'm not sure if he's you know quite quite the beast, uh, et cetera, that he is. My comps for him. Oh, we got Cody up and Cody up in the chat. He's saying, um, "Trash man, what do you think about Sidney Rice for a Quentin Johnston comp?" 
I think that that's oh, far. I mean, I like to trash me. I feel like Sydney Rice was a little bit of a more of a slim, a, a slim shady to. Some people think that Quentin Johnson is a little bit slimmer than I think he is. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what this narrative is about him being. And it, it, it could be that there's something out there where he is going to weigh in a little bit lighter. Than I mean, he does have, I guess, skinnier legs, kind of like Rice. But he, I feel like his his upper body's more built than Rice's. I mean, I comped him to Christian Watson and Denzel Mims. I think he's got some Devontae Parker to his game. And okay. just, just like a, just like, like that little, that, that little dash of Julio that, um, that, you know, you, you can't compare anybody to Julio Jones, but I just, I feel like he's here. Here's my bottom line on, on Quentin Johnston. I wouldn't, I wouldn't harbor any hate against somebody in, in a one quarterback dynasty rookie draft taking him as early as like the one Oh two or the one Oh three. I think that I, I, you know, that could change. I'm not saying I have him as wide receiver one. I'm not saying that I would take him there, but I could see you. I could see somebody justifying it. Well, uh, that's why my comps are Christian Watson and Denzel Mims. I think, and both of them are kind of athletic specimens, guys who um, can take the top off of defenses, but can be possession guys too. Whereas Christian Watson, we've seen him have success r- really quickly um, in the NFL. Whereas Denzel Mims, you know, he was somebody I was really high going into, um, you know, his rookie season, and it has never really panned out even though it seems like he has all the tools that you know you know would seem necessary to to thrive all right let's talk about jackson smith and jigba from ohio state so we have the unofficial height and weight on him is like six feet 197 198 right there right there at 200 pounds he broke out at age 19 as a sophomore and that was the big 2021 season where we became aware of him trash man when you and i cody as well was in on a lot of these conversations where we're trying to figure out you know, who is our wide receiver one in the 2022 class, right? And to us, it was either Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave. And um, we we weren't considering Drake London, and we weren't considering Traylon Burks, um, Jamison Williams, any of those guys in the same class, right? It, it was, it was, I mean, it was Pickett was guys. kind of in that conversation, but it, because of his injury, it was right. hard to – Right, Pickens. And so the, what – what 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 happened was during that season, you're watching these guys and you're watching back the film. And if you get the college film and you look at it, and you're like, who the, who the hell is number? Who the hell is this? Eleven? Who the hell is who the hell is Jackson Smith and Jigba? Because you know you you he just I mean whether whether you were watching Wilson, whether you're watching Olave, you know whatever you think about those guys, you, there's no denying that that JSN was the he's playing with these guys who are really good. And he was the statistical alpha. He went for 95 receptions, 1,606 yards and nine touchdowns in 2021. Now he, he was, he was, he, he was injured with a hamstring in 2022, right? He didn't play for much of the year. I think he played like three games, right? So a lot of the shine is worn off of him. But if you compare him to Olave, I mean, we're talking what 95, 1606 and nine, you, you're sharing with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave and Marvin Harrison Jr. was playing a little bit that year. But Chris Olave had, was 65 for 936 and 13. Garrett Wilson was 70 for 1058 and 12. I mean, from a volume standpoint, from a, from a yardage standpoint accumulated, I mean, Smith and Jigba leaves those guys in the dust. The only well, I mean, it makes sense to kind of what the position he was playing. Well, he, so that he, he, he plays almost exclusively, uh, exclusively in, in, in the slot, right? And having those guys on the outside, I understand. Uh, you know, I understand. But if you look at the profile, you know, he's going to be – 
there's so many things about this that remind me of Justin Jefferson um, playing with the all-star, you know, teammates playing out of the slot, having questions about whether or not you are going to be able to play outside at the next level being, you know, that you're only gonna be 21 for your whole rookie season. Um, uh, come, you know, being a, being a five-star, you know, but you know, it's just like, if you just look at some of the other things, it's like he was PFF's highest graded wide receiver in 2021. He had an elite contested catch rate. He had elite yards after catch elusiveness. In fact, as far as his yards per route run last year, I believe he was second in 2021, second in all of college football. Um, just in no, no number one. I'm sorry, no, no, uh, just number one in all of college football last year among qualifiers in his yards per route run. You know, you could say what you will about missing so much in 2022, but he's not going to have quite as much tread on the tires. He's not going to turn 22 until about about this time next year. Um, if you watch the 2021 game versus Utah, you see that he has the clear ability to take over football games. But what you just notice about him is his incredible body control in his hands. Right. He played um, as far as his target. It's, it's funny. He played like, you know, he's a slot wide receiver in, in college. That's that's what he played. But people are going to say, does he have to play slot at the at the next at the next level? And I'm not I'm not sure he will. He did have a two times greater um, target frequency when facing zone coverages than he did versus man coverages. But it, he doesn't just have that same incredible knack for finding those soft spots in the zone that we talked about with a guy like Olave, who could also take the top off. Right. Jackson Smith and Jigba is not going to really take the top off for you. But after catch, dude, his 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 yards after catch um, per reception, eight point three yards after catch per reception. And you couple that with the insane target efficiency with the yards per route run and with the fact that just because he was targeted more versus zone, he had one of the best contested catch rates in all of college football versus man. And QBs had a 157.3 passer rating when targeting him versus man, which was second best among all qualifiers. So you have the insane uh, you have the insane target efficiency. You have the great uh passer rating versus man when targeted you have the contested catch rate that was one of the tops in all of college football that year yeah you, you have a guy that's not small i mean he's pretty good i mean as far as his bmi it's not anything that you're going to look at and say you know this guy is this guy well, he small. looks he looks bigger than he is well maybe or who, who knows man i mean maybe it could be a situation where he's like it's you know it could be it, it could be a situation with him where he's like, here, I'll I'll get so some of his Instagram stuff on here so the guys can get a look. But it's like I think that I think he looks like a, I think he looks like he's a solid, you know, well put together 200 pound dude. And his yards after contact, his elusiveness, everything that he's able to do just with the elite body control, the elite hands, unlike I've really seen on a lot of these guys coming out in quite some time. He's one of my favorite prospects of the last few years to me. I just like I'm just like what's to what is there not what is there not to like with him like I mean the the cons that I have written down with Jackson Smith and Jigba are he was injured didn't play a lot of it his time in 2022 he played almost exclusively in the slot he played with teammates who could have taken some of the focus off of him from from opposing defenses I think that's fair to say and then other than that just ba- ba- basically you don't just look at this stuff i mean he's completely he's not, he's not the speed. fastest guy yeah it's, you're you're not just completely just 
his speed is not going to completely blow the doors off and make you go crazy, right? So I think that Justin Jefferson ran his – what if he's something like a guy that's about – he's about Justin Jefferson's size. What if he's Justin Jefferson's size that just plays a little bit like Justin Jefferson with that great body control, those excellent big hands, soft, soft hands, and but a little bit of just kind of the little bit slower sort of possession guy that can do something with the ball in his hands, kind of like a Keenan Allen. I mean, he reminds me of an Amon Ross St. Brown. Well, that's great. That's great. Okay, so all right. So here's the here here's the big question then, trash man. Who do you like better? Quentin Johnston or Jackson Smith and Jigba? Quentin Johnston. Oh God, that's the wrong answer. 